Hello and welcome to this week's journalism.co.uk podcast with me, Madalina Chobano. A couple of weeks ago, I attended the Journalism Funders Forum event in London, organized by the European Journalism Centre. The event focused on philanthropic funding of journalism in the UK and internationally, examples of UK and European journalism projects supported by foundations, and insights into what funders and grantees are looking for when they are seeking financial support for one-off stories, longer projects or innovation within their organization. One of the things that seemed to resonate with everyone at the event is that there isn't a toolkit with practical advice for the different ways that exist to fund a journalism project, an initiative or a startup. So in this episode, we'll try to take the first step in that direction by unpacking what goes into the application process for a grant, what a foundation expects you to convey and to avoid in your application, and how you can explain the perceived impact of your project. We are joined this week by Ninke Venema, director at the Democracy and Media Foundation in the Netherlands, who spoke on a panel about international philanthropy at the Journalism Funders Forum. I caught up with her after the event and asked her to share some tips into making the most of grant applications. The Democracy and Media Foundation is a Dutch foundation, mostly offering financial support to projects in the Netherlands. It was founded in 1941 by the same journalist who founded the resistance newspaper Illegal Parole. Nowadays, it founds projects related to freedom, equality, activism and research, as well as journalism and media innovation. It also acts as a media shareholder of about 40% of the biggest media company in the Netherlands, which owns print titles, and holding a priority share means the foundation has the right to veto any proposed changes that could affect the independence of the newspapers. The foundation has at least three calls for applications per year, two of which are open to any proposals and one catering to a certain theme. Journalism projects soliciting funding can range from those proposing an innovative approach to distribution, business models, to investigations and startups, among others. In the initial stage of the application, journalists have to fill out a form about their idea, as well as specify the amount of funding needed. Here are some of the details you might be expected to provide if you're considering applying for funding, from who your audience might be to why the project matters to you. There are many sort of regular questions like title of the project and, you know, how does your organization work and have you had support from us before? And these are all relevant for us to have a little bit of context. So when you as a journalist apply to our foundation or to any other foundation, these questions are basically for the funder to see who are you within a whole field of other journalists and of other organizations that are doing similar kind of work. And then for us, I think the most important part is, first of all, the problem statement. So the project that you're doing which problem is going to be maybe not solved with your project because that's a little bit much to ask but which problem are you touching upon do you have any evidence for this problem does it actually exist and of course some issues are so obvious that you know you can just put a link in there basically but sometimes you do need to understand that the people that are reviewing your application are not experts on the area that you're reporting on so you've got to explain to them why this is relevant and what evidence there is that this is relevant and then what your project and what your report is going to do to add to the solution of this problem. That's really relevant to us. And I think that's relevant to a lot of foundations that are funding journalism because they have a mission statement that's broader than just fund journalism. So they need this part very badly. And then there's, of course, results and reach and impact. I think every foundation has those parts in their application process now. For us, because we do fund journalism for the sake of it as well, sometimes it can be enough just to say, we need to report on this. This needs to see the light 
of day. But I think for most foundations, they need to see also, okay, where is this going to be reported and who is going to be reading this? And do you sort of differentiate in the type of platforms that you're publishing on? Is the people that you want to reach mostly young people or is it the general public? So these are things to think about before you start an application. Who is going to be my reader and why are they going to be my reader? And why is my report going to be published on these different platforms? You know, why are my readers going to go there? I think those are very relevant questions to ask yourself. When it comes to who we fund or what we fund, we're quite open. So we can fund individual journalists and we also fund journalistic platforms, organizations. It really doesn't matter as long as the project really proposes to further our mission statement, then, uh, then we're open to supporting it. Finding and measuring impact is challenging in general and even more so when journalists have to talk about it in an application requesting financial support for a project they haven't even started yet. With an investigation, for example, you often have no idea what it will reveal and whether the findings will have an impact on policy at a local, national or international level. So how do you talk about impact? That's a really crucial question. And many people, especially journalists, which I understand, find it really hard to define what impact is. And some funders really need to have sort of a tangible outcome. So, for example, this many readers or this many views or perhaps even this many questions in Parliament because of this piece of investigative journalism. So I can understand that that is hard. And I do see that journalists sometimes struggle with the impact part of an application, as well as with the sort of raison d'être. So why this project? Why is this project relevant? What we're looking for... When it comes to journalism projects, we're looking for a conviction that the topic that they propose to do research on needs to be researched and that the outcomes of that is that the general public or perhaps a smaller niche public will be informed on something that they need to know more about. For us, that's impact already. And if you can then add to that which platforms you'll use to engage a, a broad audience and perhaps also which methods you'll use to actually engage that audience rather than just have them as readers, that's a great sort of extra that we approve of and that we're excited about. But investigative journalism for us as a foundation can also be good enough just because it reveals the truth and it holds truth to power. Once you filled out the form, some foundations, like Democracy and Media, will want to follow up with you or your team in person or through a phone call to find out more about the project. This is an important step and can often be more decisive than a form, which is unlikely to be able to convey everything about your project. We give feedback throughout the process once we're interested in an idea. So first round for us is just, you know, there's a lot of projects that are coming in and they're very different. It can be nothing to do with journalism at all, or it can be hardcore investigative journalism. So there's a lot of competition there of different projects that are looking to seek support from us and that are furthering our mission statement in one way or another. So for us, once we're really interested in an idea of a project or in a project plan, we then do give feedback and we ask people to either have a phone conversation with us or to come by in our office and to explain a little bit more about what they're doing. So for us, that's a possibility. But I think there's other foundations that receive so many applications that they perhaps don't have that possibility. See, I mean, I believe that very strongly that a form is such an abstract thing. And if you have a great idea, that doesn't mean you can put it into a form. So as long as you can sort of get the core of what you're doing and bring that across in one of the different areas of that form and you can really bring across why it's relevant, then we at least are very willing to try to find out, you know, whether or not that's a good fit and not to just base it on, okay, you made a mistake here or you didn't reply to that question so well. So for us, it's super relevant to find the best ideas rather than to follow the process very detailed. Now that we've covered what goes into the application form and how you can talk about impact, I've asked Ninka to outline some of the things that you shouldn't do 
such as getting too caught up in a foundation's mission statement and forgetting to explain why you're really passionate about the project. There are three things that come to mind immediately, and they're complicated ones because, you know, I come from a fundraising organization, so I know how hard this is because you're strung for money and you need to have a grant to be able to continue your work. But still, nevertheless, looking too closely at what a foundation has in their criteria and sort of trying to write towards the funder rather than just pitching your own idea is not a good idea. Foundations do see that. So when you get an application and it's filled with basically almost your own language rather than an original idea idea that sort of collides a little with the basics of the foundation, that's never a good idea. So it's just, you know, no matter how hard it is, do stick to your own idea and only pitch something if you really believe in it and not because you think the foundation will believe in it. And that, having said that, another thing that happens sometimes with journalists and also with others, but particularly with journalists, and especially when they're already well established, is that they feel that they don't need to fill out this form, that this form doesn't do them any justice. So they barely fill in anything and they just put in links to previous work. And this also doesn't work because, you know, we, we're not here to fund established journalists. We're here to establish good output. So do fill out that form and do try to explain to the foundation why your idea is worth funding. So on the one hand, don't look too much at the foundation's needs. On the other hand, do understand that they need to understand why what you're doing is relevant. And the third part is kind of entangled in the first, that it's so important that you really believe in your idea and you're not looking, you know, to copy something that's already been done just because you think that might be something that the foundation will like or because that's something that they may believe will be successful. So your own enthusiasm and your own belief are so relevant. And I see that that's hard, but that's really all that counts. Finally, it's important for journalists to build a relationship based on trust with the foundation and ensure it doesn't compromise their independence. Often, a foundation might be able to help further after providing you with a grant, especially if you're a small team or a new organization trying to get off the ground. I mean, of course, journalists are going to be wary of money. That's their job. It's their job to be wary of anybody who's in power and who, you know, and who provides money for a service. So that's only natural. And foundations, on the other hand, have a very natural inclination to have somewhat of control because they only have a very limited amount of money. So they'd rather give it to projects that they know will actually further their mission. So, you know, there's a there's a bit of a tension there that I think you can figure out as long as one thing is really absolutely always 100 percent clear that it's editorial independence. So as long as you don't get in the way with that at all, ever, and you agree on that and you actually have it in writing, I think then all the rest can be of added value to both. As a funder, for example, more than as a shareholder, you ask for reports on how the content side of it is going and how the sort of, uh, you know, the impact and the reach is going. So we're both a funder and a shareholder. So it's a, it's a bit more of a mixed bunch there. But I think, uh, you know, being kept in the loop is important. But a foundation that, that is also a shareholder can also offer a lot more than just that. For example, if it's a startup uh, or a small new journalistic initiative, we can offer legal advice or we could put them in touch with other people that might be relevant for them to be able to further that what they're doing. So there's a little bit of technical assistance that you can also offer as a shareholder of young media initiatives that I find really interesting and that I don't see that many foundations do. And I think they really should, of course, if the startup is open to that. That's all for this week. But let us know if you've ever applied for a grant or if you're considering to. And if there's anything in particular you'd like to know or something that you can recommend to others based on your previous experience. Thanks for listening to this week's journalism.co.uk podcast.